Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget to plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi getaway. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And if you're getting away to Ocean Springs or maybe you live nearby, you'll want to pop into Realizations, the Walter Anderson shop, and check out their silk screens and wearable art of Walter Anderson's work. They were recently featured on HGTV's hit show, you know it, Hometown. And since then, they are pretty much getting bombasted with lots of orders around the world, which is a good thing. And joining us on Good Things to share a little more is Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi there. So this is super exciting, which I think doing my homework, Walter Anderson's art has been featured in just about every episode of Hometown. But this one was a little bit special. But I want you to take us back a little further than January 2nd, whenever it first aired. Let's go back to 1986 when the shop first opened. How did it get its start? Um, Well, as Carolyn Anderson explained it to me, um, in approximately 1984, um, Sissy Anderson, who was Walter Anderson's wife, um, was made the decision that maybe we should convert all the blocks into silk screens um, because the blocks were deteriorating. And this was an, a newer way to mass produce these prints. So she approached Carolyn and Mary Anderson, and also Adele, who's a niece, and then also um, Mary Annette, who is one of Carolyn's daughters, so a granddaughter to Walter, about opening a shop and selling, at first, just cards. So they got the space here. We're in the depot building in Ocean Springs, and what was, well, what was currently our office space is what they started out with. So just this little area, and they, and then... They expanded. They were doing everything in just this little bit of space, the silk screen and everything. We gradually had opportunities to take more of the space, and we now have half of the depot building. But um, And I don't know exactly when they decided to start doing clothing and things like that or to get into the larger prints. It was probably as space allowed as they grew. But it started back, and they learned how to do the silk screening in 86, and then... Let's talk about the silk. Yeah, let's talk about the skill of the silk screens, the hard word to say, and then the linoleum blocks, another hard word to say for me this, this Monday, <laughs> Mary Jo. Um, but that's actually what Aaron came to sort of learn. But let's talk about that. If you don't know what that is, when you hear silk screens, what is the actual process? What's the process of taking Walter Anderson's prints or his paintings or, his, you know, his images? And then what does that do? How does that sort of transfer? Um, well, 
the silk screen process is a photographic process, and it um, they actually use silk that is stretched over a frame. A lot of our frames are made of wood, so they're heavy and bulky. Uh, they make, you know, lighter weight metal ones. We have some of those now, too. But they stretch it over. They And I, I'm not the best one to tell how to do this, but, I mean, you have to have a dark room. You have to put emulsion on. You have to burn the image through the emulsion, and then you have to spray it all out with a hose. Um, so it's a process. And then, and then you take ink and a squeegee, and, a, and you lay it down on your paper, and you apply the ink um, with a squeegee onto the paper on this screen. So the end result, Google Mary it. Jo, <laughs> Google it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Hey, that's fine. So the end result, is it more of like um, a painting of the print or just a unique way of print? Like when you get your product at the end, kind of what's the texture sort of feel that makes it special or unique? Well, uh, well, it's done by hand. Um, larger silk screeners who do, you know, bulk quantities of silk screens, they have machines that they do this with. All of ours are done by hand. Um, the screens for some of these prints, some of these prints are, oh, I don't know, seven foot by two feet. So big. So the screens for yeah. them are even larger than that. <laughs> and so... They have to tote those around, lay them on top of um, on top of paper. You know, that's after they've made the screen. Lay them on top of paper and take large squeegees and lots of inks. And so um, it's art after the art's already done. Is what I'm hearing you say. I mean, it takes a process and a sounds like a labor of love to create these silk screens of Walter Anderson's original labor of love, which was his paintings and his artwork um, or drawings there. And they have been featured in the ever so popular HGTV's hometown with Ben and Aaron Napier. And so she came down. I know it was this past summer. I guess she came down with the camera crews to sort of learn it. What's the hardest part of learning how to silk screen? Is it the ink part or is it just the entire process? I would say the entire process. I mean, the you know, there's the photographic process of it, the dark room and all that, like I said. But then also I asked one of the silk screeners and Miss Anderson um, what they thought was the hardest part. They told me centering the screen over the paper because you're basically turning your, you know, just laying it down on top of the paper you have rolled out and also getting the ink evenly applied through that. It's a very physical, very physical um, thing to do. Um, Sounds like a lot of fun to me. I'm watching it. I'm like, ooh, I could get lost <laughs> into it. It would be very meditative as well as you would, you know, also there's got to be a skill there. Okay, so the episode was on January the 2nd. Which um, which painting or which print, should I say, of Walter Anderson's was featured in the bathroom? I don't remember which the name of the house is. You may know. But which, which right. print was it? It was the Man of War Birds. Um. Which man of war bird is another name for a frigate bird? Um, it's it's a very unique and neat print in black and white or painted, but it sells well in black and white. And boy, are we happy about that! <laughs> and I bet it started selling fairly well, or better, could we say, uh, after the airing of the January second hometown. So, what was business like before this particular show, and now after? Well. I guess what I, 
our we were in the holiday season prior to this, so which ours started prior to Peter Anderson Festival, which is in early November. Um, so we've been in holiday mode. So it's been busy. So it's a good time of year. But just to give you an example with numbers, I looked up December 20th and sales, just so I could give you an example. Um, on that day, which we thought this was a great day, we did $7,000 in business in the store. We did $700 online. On the day the show aired, um, before the end of the day, we'd done $14,000 online Wow! in business. And last week, we were closed for inventory and cleaning. And, well, we had to do inventory, but the cleaning just went right out the window because we didn't have time for that. We were packing and picking and pulling and getting these orders done. Um, and we were sending out, you know, 100 orders a day. Well, that's exciting, though. I think that takes precedent to dusting, I'll have to say, Mary. That takes (laughs) getting those orders out. And I read where some orders came as far as Canada or even Germany, which were interested in Walter Anderson's work and what you guys are doing there at at, uh, Realizations. So if we're listening to good things and we think, oh, man, we would love to check out your shop, although I know you guys are asking people to, you know, be patient. This is done by hand, and every order is taken, you know, seriously and done by hand to get out. So it may not be a quick turnaround. But, I mean, is shopping online the easiest? We encourage people to visit Mississippi. We would love to pop in the shop. How do we do that? Well, our shop is located at 1000 Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. It, um, it's pretty easy to find because it's in the old depot building. Uh, we share it with the, the building with the Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center. So um, we're easy to find. Our store is open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and on Saturdays from 1 to 5. Or you can visit yeah, online, yeah. Or you can shop yes. online, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, our our website address is um, www.walteranderson.art. Oh, I'm not even going to say it right, right now. I can't say it right now. <laughs> That's okay. Well, they can find you, too, on Facebook at Realizations. It's WalterAndersonArt.com. That's where I found you guys. Uh, And, two, I mean, you can check out even Ben or Aaron's um, Instagram, and they have great photos of Walter Anderson's work and the work that they did there. How cool is it, though, that, you know, it's just a little bit of exposure in the right way, and then what a small business, and then a Mississippi Legends artist led it or art legend you know gets gets popular again i think this is a cool story thank you for your time today mary yeah well thank you and i hope i didn't sound like a total dope no (laughs) not at all (laughs) not at all it was great thank you for your time yeah thank you all righty you guys stick with us we've got more good things for you coming up next Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. 
We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Start off the new year with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com with zero down. Pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Gladstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go, go. wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, from events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. If you miss our last guest, you can catch it later on Supertalk's new YouTube page. You can just search for Supertalk there on YouTube, or you can subscribe. It will be free. It will be free. It is free. And you can get the latest in Mississippi news, politics, and of course the good things. And I think it's such a good thing. Anytime you can get a spotlight on a small business like 
like Realizations, the Walter Anderson uh, shop there, and then watch just what it can do, which is like the hometown effect, you could call it that. And knowing that Carolyn Anderson, which is Walter Anderson's daughter-in-law, she has been making those block prints and those silk screen prints by hand for the last sort of 50 years. So it's one of those things where they've been a sleepy little shop there in Ocean Springs. I'm sure doing fine since 86, uh, giving, you know, people more access to Walter Anderson's work. Oh, yeah. And I now, mean, she pulled that random boom. day in the middle of holiday season and it was $7,000 yeah, in store shopping. <laughs> they're not doing too bad. But they only had 700 online, so they had yeah. a, a big chunk of their their money was coming from in-store and now they're seeing a dramatic increase in their online sales. That's just one of those rippling effects that you can't put a price tag on what the success of something like Hometown or any other Mississippian who goes out and doesn't forget their roots and sort of gives back in just the, the smallest ways, which is just, you know, a shout out or a little bit of spotlight. And now people in Canada and Germany and everywhere else will have Mississippi art hanging on their walls, maybe even in their bathrooms, which it looked really great over over their little tub there. So you never know. You can get inspired in sort of different ways. Well, it is Monday here on Good Things, and I thought it would be fun to continue our Confess It. You know, we get it off your chest. Usually fun things. And I want to know who else confess it. Did any of you watch winter sports over the weekend? You know I'm gearing up for the Winter Olympics, which gets oh, yeah. me so excited because this is this is the I love anything Olympics. Winter though is one of those where everything looks hard. I mean, I know all of it's hard. I can't do it to I can't do any of it to the Olympic level, obviously, swimming, you know, any of it that happens in the summer, gymnastics. But I can do some of it. Like, in, I've been there before. I took swimming. I've swam competitively. I cheer, you know, tumble, all those sort of things. So I can at least empathize with how hard it is to get to that level. Right. I know nothing about the winter sports. So it all looks terrifying to me and makes my knees hurt mostly. The snow skiing. The bobsledding, the fact that they have the kind where you go face Some of that first. snow skiing just looks like they're asking for a surgery bill. Oh, well, would they, bob- would they bobble like oh, up yeah, and the down moguls, in the knees? Where, where yeah. you have the little hills, like the little hills. It's not even big hills to jump. No, it's little hills to go over as flat as possible, as fast as possible. Yeah, those those make my knees hurt. They make your knees hurt. They make you sit there go, <gasps> like you're you're holding your breath, and it comes down to like, Milliseconds. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're all probably equally as good. And it comes down to literally, you can't, it's not even, not even that far, like that far apart in terms of that. And then the, whatever the sledding is where it's not bobsledding, but it's the one where, you know, you, it's like you took a kickboard and you just put skis under it and you put a helmet on and you skeleton. just, skeleton, skeleton, and you just decided to run head fast, first, head first <laughs> down a shoe device. You can always remember that because you, if you're going down feet first, it's the luge, which is how you would usually go down. Luge, usually, you'd usually go down feet first. Head first is the skeleton because they're going to have to find pieces of your skeleton when you crash. Absolutely. you're going down head first. And going so fast. And then the other is bobsledding, which we got into this huge discussion about what's the purpose of the middle two. Because it feels like your back team member does all the work they're the one that has to like power and push and then get you going 
Kind of. They use their legs and they power and they push and then they well, have to hop on. Everybody's pushing at the beginning. That's where the vast majority of the momentum comes from. <gasps> they all, and then they all hop in. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then you got the little driver in and the And the driver up front okay, is steering. But you have single, who does it all, and then you have, you have doubles. doubles. as low as it goes for the bobsled. Well, what's the one? There's this, there is a single one. Maybe there is. And then there's four. Correct. Okay, so I will give duty to the four, the fact they all have to run, but you feel like... With this, you know, it, that's why they have those cool little handles that they're holding on to, and then they flip it when they're jumping in, and it folds down nice and neat. Which I I appreciate any time a country who doesn't isn't known for ice comes out on top. And so Australia did a really good job in all the bobsledding. At least this past week, it's leading up obviously to to the uh, Winter Olympics. But you sit there and you think, well, that comes from the nostalgia of cool runnings. Scott and Clinton says, I'm a curling fan. I still say that was an original redneck sport. Like somewhere on an icy night. <laughs> rednecks well, well rednecks some- are not just a southern thing. I think Jeff Foxworthy proved that. I mean, his popularity was nationwide and worldwide telling redneck jokes. I agree. But it's a gr- What does he say? It's a lack of... or. A, I forget the first part, but it's a lack of sophistication, and it's everywhere. And they just wanted to have a good time. And so they were bored, drinking some beer, and just wanted to see what they could come up with a game with their surroundings. And that is how... They'd had too much to drive to the bowling alley, but they had a frozen (laughs) pond out back. And they were like, you know what? We don't have any pins. Who can get closest to that rock? But what's the bar game that's very similar except not, where it's all about sliding... Like you is it where you th- you throw something or you push like it's a coin? I know what you're talking about. I've never actually known the name of that. And you push it, but you know it's still that like intensity of like just enough force, but not enough positioning and a lot of luck. Apparently, they call that table shuffleboard. That so it's very similar, but on ice with bigger tools or you or oh, yeah. utensils. Probably not the right word, but which I mean that's what shuffleboard is. It's same thing, your tabletop, just on like the deck of a ship, like the Titanic or something. Someone mentioned, do you remember when Herschel Walker was on the U.S. Olympic bobsled team? I think that was before my time. No, but sounds pretty cool. But if you watch any of the figure skating, we actually got a great Mississippi uh, link to that. You would have noticed over at supertalk.fm, there's a great article talking about national figure, the National Figure Skating Championships was this past weekend in Nashville. You would have saw, and I'm going to say it wrong, so you're going to have to help me, Rhino. It's the cookie company, but it's... Pyroline? That one. <laughs> you know them, though. It's the twisty... Cream-filled wafers with the stripe. Yes, and you get them every every holiday season. They come in the stocking stuffers, gift back, gift baskets, everything. They're great in your coffee, your hot chocolate, or by themselves. You can't eat just one. They're light, but it's per- easy to get through a whole cantina. Yes, absolutely. And you probably didn't realize that they were founded in Madison, Mississippi, during the 1980s, and they are still well. Founded here. is a strong word. Well, found is the company. The company got moved here. They built a factory. They built and a, the and factory. A warehouse and everything. In there, yes, yes. The third Correct. generation of bakers did. Yes, fair. But they were ha- they're still here. Oh yeah, in Madison and pumping out those little things. And over on their social media, they had a great time talking to all the figure skaters. You know, um, talking about their connection, the fact that they were. Um, the official cookie, and I was like, "Ooh, ice skaters! They need more cookies." But of course, they would go for the light and fluffy little 
Perlene. 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 I call. I don't know what I call them, but we all have them. I, there's. I guarantee you probably have a can of them in your home, or you went through a can over the holidays, or you've been gifted a can in some in some respect. But yeah, they were the U.S. Figure Skating Championships official cookie that aired over this weekend. So if you were supporting that and you sort of saw it or whatever, you can know there's a little hometown connection with that. Jeff and Oxford said the one where they ski off a ramp, spin and twirl in the air and then land on their feet. How do you even do that the first time? Accidentally. You I get admit. sideways when you're hitting the ramp and you go, oh, well, let's let's just roll with this. Let's see how far we can make it. Well, that's kind of like, you know, they have skateboarding now and the BMX and all that, I think, has made its way into the Olympics. That's Summer Olympics, first time this past year. And you see why. You think, yes, if you were dumb enough to do You're doing things that, on a bike that I couldn't even dream of doing. Agreed. Or would never even have the goals to do. Like the freestyle on a bike where it, they, they get on a bike and then they start walking around the bike while the bike just stays there, stationary. It's like, I'm pretty sure the whole physics of this thing is when it moves, it stays upright. What are you doing? Mm. What is this weird magic? have no idea. But maybe learning to just ride a bike was hard for you, which is a lot. It, you, you'd think it would come naturally, but it doesn't for everybody. Maybe you've had the madness of trying to keep, teach your kids how to ride a bike or other things. We will talk about that and more coming up next here on Good Things. Down in Georgia, about July. If you ain't in a hurry, then you ought to stop by. I can guarantee that you're gonna have a ball learning how to do the watermelon crawl. Well, we got a hundred gallons of sweet red wine made from the biggest watermelons on the vine. Help yourself to some little bathing lawn. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 53. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 31. Your Tuesday brings sunny skies, high near 54. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 58. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Do you have taxiety? That uncertain feeling before doing your taxes? Filing on your own or choosing the wrong partner can be stressful. Connect with Liberty Tax and then just breathe in and cash out. Pay no out-of-pocket expenses. Sounds like a mantra. Visit StopTaxiety.com to schedule your appointment and say farewell to the stress of tax season. Liberty Tax. Let's end taxiety. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. See store for details. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The second week of the 2022 Mississippi Legislative Session kicks off today, and teacher pay seems to be the first topic on the Senate's agenda. At a press forum luncheon today, Senate Education Chairman Dennis DeBar explained the Chamber's two-year, $210 million plan. According to DeBar, the average pay raise after the second year of implementation will be around $4,700. If the Senate does pass the plan, it will head over to the House, where Chamber Leader Philip Gunn has previously expressed his desire for a teacher pay raise. And a Mississippi woman has been arrested for more than $30,000 in food benefits fraud. Investigators found that Candace Ballard received an over-issuance of SNAP benefits. Ballard had fraudulently received benefits by failing to report income and household composition accurately. The case was turned over to the DeSoto County District Attorney to be presented to the grand jury for criminal prosecution. For more Mississippi news, find us online at Supertalk. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks. America's best-selling trucks, 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the Get Holiday Ready sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care, with many in rural areas having no access at all. Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Earner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And this afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi will be at the Sports Book at the Pearl River Resorts Golden Moon Casino for tonight's national championship game. So grab a snack, place a wager for your favorite team, and download the new Pearl River Resorts Sports Book app. That's Sports Talk Mississippi at the Sports Book at Pearl River Resorts Golden Moon Sports Lounge today, coming up after Good Things at 3. So with over 20 big screens and TVs, you won't miss a second of the action. And we learned something new, I guess, in terms of sports, and it was about Herschel Walker being on the U.S. Olympic bobsled team, thanks to someone on the C Spire text line. And I know I you said he, he, I, yeah, he's I a said, pretty big dude. I said uh, that that was before my time when actually he was on the bobsled team for the U.S. Olympics team in 1992 in France for the Winter Olympics. Now, while I don't remember watching any of that winter olympics i do remember my elementary school being very involved in having olympic activities in pe for that winter olympics so it wasn't before my time but it was before i was paying attention but yeah dude is a tough guy because he did the bobsled he's one of the greatest to ever play the game of football and he's also a mixed martial artist with an undefeated record two knockouts that's all you need two and done just walk away he's also a bit of a crazy man when it comes to his training and diet apparently because he sleeps five hours a night which i i can see that i know some people that just run on less sleep but on top of only getting five hours of sleep a night he skips both breakfast and lunch ah. his diet consists mainly of soup bread and salads well and instead of lifting weights like you would think somebody in his physical condition would be doing he does between 750 and 1,500 push-ups and 2,000 sit-ups a day Lord. and says he's been doing this daily since high school. They have a name for that. It's called OCD or whatever disorder. Where, But, no, I mean, it's working out for him. I guess he's found his little bit of a niche in how to do things and why mess with it if it's not broken. But it seems very redundant. Like maybe there would be other ways if you were – so in, genetically inclined to be that uh, physically gifted. You do feel like, though, the bobsledding is like one Olympic sport that if you are just good. If you're just a freakish athlete. That they could pull you out and sort of put you in it. You could learn it quick. Now, you can't necessarily, you know, just wake up one day and have the quads and the in the in the thrust and all the things that it takes to push the bobsled and do it. But like. You can find that anywhere. Like you could come to Mississippi in some of our, you know, back roads and probably find a good Bubba or 
Jane, who could probably be good at it with a little bit of, you know, she working on the farm, she pushing things around. You give her the right kind of training, and she'd be great at the bobsledding, right? Cornbread fed. Cornbread fed, right? It's it's one of the few that I feel like we all could do it if we got drafted. <laughs> we could at least learn it. We might not be very good at it, but we could probably figure it out. Says the person who can't really run without tripping over her own two feet. So I would be the one, even if I had the muscle to do it, would end up face planting in the ice and being drugged behind the bobsled, which is not exactly how everything's supposed to be getting into it. It's the running and then the jumping to me that would take the most coordination. I have fond memories from childhood of riding various things down icy slash snowy slash slushy hills. I mean, I remember at one point in Tupelo, out at the highway patrol, they had at the headquarters or whatever, I don't even know what it is anymore, but they had this huge hill right by Gloucester, like which is one of the main thoroughfares. And I mean a big honking hill. Like, you get at the top of it, and you can slide down when it iced over for what seems like forever. And people would just, whatever would ice over, people would brave the roads and make it up to the highway department or whatever, MDOT, and ride down the hill until... Someone had an accident, went too far, and went out in the road, and that kind of stuff. So now they've got a big bush mural that they've built <laughs> out of bushes. Thingy majig. Yeah, so you can't slide down the hill anymore. Just sort of stop you there. But I, I can see how that joy could turn into something competitive. You know, we don't get ice very often here in Mississippi, thank goodness. And I'm not asking for it. We had enough of it in 2021 to the last couple of years. We could have a leap year with that or two. But I think everyone, if you live long enough and you're rooted in Mississippi, you go through at least one or two ice storms. And what's the best is we're not equipped for that in terms of activities outside. So we go for the things that just make the most sense, which is your garbage can lids or you go in and you get whatever is plastic tub and set yourself in and then put a rope to it and try to figure out how to have have fun with it. We are the most creative when it comes to embracing an ice or sort of so, snow day in Mississippi. With that things. big old Rubbermaid thing in the closet full of big jackets, empty it out. <laughs> now we got an ice boat. <laughs> now we got an ice boat. Or how many going down in there, holding onto their garbage can uh, lids and, and tops or, or whatever. Or the tubes from the lake. Or the tubes from the lake that now are turned into snow torpedoes and all the things to sort of go with it. Because tubes work better than just about any other water flotation, whatever, for ice traversing. Because, I mean, you get enough momentum and you got the handles on a tube usually, and you can hang on to it and go down the hill. You would think, oh, it's it's, it's plastic and it's got air in it. It's kind of like those floaties that you haven't don't don't try to go down an icy hill on a floaty. Mm-mm. It doesn't have the hand grips. It doesn't have the hand grips. And David in Oxford said, you may not be able to uh, withstand the G forces, which is why some people can't. Just not anybody can do bobsledding, and that you may end up passing out. Okay, that would be me. If I was strong enough, I could get you started, but then you're gonna have to hold me up. I'm not gonna be able to steer on the way down because I'm gonna be that one getting. Wiggly and woozy as we as we head on sort of down. You do notice like they're bobsledding. They they named it right because it's sledding, obviously. And then if you watch their heads, I mean, there's a lot of like, how do you? You look like a bobble, the little bobble things. Well, that's the other crazy part about steering those things is because they're at the Olympic level, they make it look easy. 
But from what I understand, and I've never tried it, I would love to have a, have a go with a bobsled. I think they might have to widen it a little <laughs> bit, but I, I would love to have a go. But from what I understand, it's all about flexing different muscle groups at different times so that you're flexing the whole thing just enough to get it to turn around those crazy bends and turns along with the guy up front steering that would be one that i would i would love to give a try on like a green slope oh, yeah. i don't want to go on the blue don't give or the, the black, black diamonds don't give me the black diamonds on a bobsled for the first time i would be willing to give that a try long before i would ever say put me down like where you're going straight down with all the bumpy things in your knees i mean there's certain winter olympic sports that would just be dangerous for me to even remotely try but the bobsledding i think you could have a good time with even just giving it a giving it a good whirl it would be a lot of fun talking about your childhood though that's what we're talking about over on the good things facebook group and we're answering the question what was the most challenging ordinary thing that you've ever had to teach your kids think tying their shoes potty training riding a bike whatever that may be you know every kid learns things differently if you have multiple kids one probably picked up something super simple the other one, it may have taken a little bit longer, but eventually they probably caught on or maybe they got into adulthood and still don't know how to tie their shoes. It's possible. I've seen it answered over here on the Good Things Facebook group. This came from the fact that my daughter, my oldest, she's nine and she's going to have a jump rope off at school when they go back um, this week in PE. And it was an, a way to encourage that how the kids are settling their differences nowadays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. We're going to meet at the playground and have a jump rope off. <laughs> well, it's a lot better than some of the other alternatives that's going on in schools these days. It was a way to encourage physical activity while they were at home uh, during the break. I mean, most families have a jump rope where you could get one very inexpensively and then see when you come back, see which one of your classmates can jump jump rope the longest. Well, my daughter didn't know how to jump rope. And I'm like, how do you not know how to jump rope? I mean, you're not it's not natural. You're not born knowing how to like jump rope. It takes timing. It takes a little bit of endurance to keep it going. I mean, there are some things that have to come together to be able to like not just jump the rope, like jump rope for 30 seconds to a minute or more at a time. Well, think about it from a child's perspective. It's not that intuitive to get this thing that's not rigid. It's it's a rope. It's yes. loose. To get it to stay in a uniform shape with minimal movements, all while trying to keep a rhythm and bounce, but that rhythm can be different than the movement of, how am I supposed to do this? Y'all, it was mind-numbing, is what it was. Mind-numbing, trying to teach her and watch her fail time after time again. The good news is, she's pretty much mastered it, can jump rope forwards, backwards, or whatever, but those couple of hours or days, like, how do you, you can't, like, teach jump roping. Well, you how did it show. start? Did it start individual with a single jump rope? Oh, yeah. Or did you start with a tandem and her in the middle? Oh, no, it started, well, we ain't got that kind of rope with that turnarounds. But, no, I mean, it was just mine. I thought to myself, oh, this is how I fail. This is how it all ends as a parent. I can't teach her how to jump rope. They're going to take my parent card away. But, luckily, they didn't. And I learned that you, too, have challenging things that you try, ordinary things that you try to teach your kids. You can let us know that and more coming up next here on Good Things. Yeah. Oh. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies, and we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of the cotton exchange, March cotton was up 10 to 115.22. May cotton was up 19 to 113.07. Closed the Chicago Board of Trade. March soybeans were down 25 and a half to 13.84 three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were down 25 cents, 13.93 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down seven cents to 5.99 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was down six and a half to 6.01 and a quarter per bushel. The mercantile February live cattle was down 107 to 136.25. April live cattle was down 147. 140.57. March feeders down 132 to 165.35. April feeders down 142 to 169.45. At this hour, the Dow Jones is down 267 points, 36,965. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Beat. Positive. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you own or run a small business, can customers, are they able to find your business online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. That's a good thing. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work for you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. If that sounds like something you're interested in, you can call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Lots of good things. Lots of good fun, too, over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. Our family there is growing. If you are on the Book of Faces and already wasting a lot of your time scrolling through, seeing all the negative headlines out there, here's something positive for you. All we do is have good conversation. We get it started early or post great um, headlines from around the state that is um, upbeat in nature. And today we're just sort of, I guess, venting a little bit about our parenting. Now, Rhino, I know you're not a parent, so this is kind of a little bit different. But you do have wonder nieces and a ninja nephew, and you are a kid once, too. Was there any ordinary thing that was just challenging for you to learn or to teach to your niece and nephews? Uh, not necessarily teaching anything to the nieces and nephews because I just show up and spoil them when I can and teach them things I probably shouldn't. But... That's a different story for a different day. As far as me growing up, I struggled to transition from the training wheels to the bicycle for about a week. And then it all just kind of clicked and everything started going at the right time. And it's like, oh, oh, now I see why this was so frustrating for everybody involved. Oh, if you, yes, trying to. Because this seems so simple now that it clicked. Now, you almost can't teach your kids how to ride a bike that is one of those things they have to teach themselves you can do the training wheels you can run behind them like a you know whatever and try to help and hold them and then let go but really your kid has just got to figure out that they overcome that, that overcome hurdle. that hurdle and just sort of do it themselves uh neely was later i mean she's nine so i guess she's only been riding a bike for a year or two and it was because we had bought a big girl bike and took the training wheels off and like we're done with it you want to ride a bike you can ride it she didn't want to do it until her cousin came over and picked up her new bike and got on it and went you know round and round the house outside with it and she was like oh oh no so she can do it then i'm not going to be one upped and so you know whatever encourages you to maybe take those steps or do something face fear and now she's a bike sort of riding machine one that i've seen that has been challenging for some is tying shoes especially if you are right-handed or left-handed and your kid is different than you that can also be mind numbing because it's one of those things to teach i mean you can sit there and do it all day 
you can show oh, it. Yeah, you can repeat the mantra over, under, around, and through, over, under, around, and through, over, under, around, and through. But, but that doesn't make any sense to a kid. No. And these are the things like, as adults, you stop to think like, how did you learn it? When did you learn it? It just sort of clicked or came. You, it's some of those skills that you can't. It's just the most mind-numbing, <laughs> mind-boggling things as a parent because you're just you want to be like, just tie your shoe or wear Velcro for the rest of your life. I would give another example: playing baseball. My dad would always tell me, "Keep your eye on the ball," <laughs> and it took me a good three or four years of playing baseball before I realized that means look at it, pay attention to it. <laughs> I was trying my best to figure out in the most respectful way possible, how in the world am I going to put my eye on that ball if I'm in the batter's box, Dad? This doesn't make any sense. So that that goes down to if the cue's not working, Coach, change your approach. Maybe it's not clicking that way, and then when it does, it's like the most golden thing ever. I mean, we all know the pride when your kid does take off on the bike, the big, you know, the big kid bike for the first time, or comes and ties their shoes without, you know, asking. The one that got me tickled though is everyone talking about um, inside outside voices. I mean, I think that comes with just being yelled at enough to know that your inside voice is a polite sort of tone and then you can have your outside voices which you can talk to your friends but there's not a parent on the planet that has not yelled which is funny in their outside voice inside voices in the different you know different ways because whatever reason kids want to take it up a couple octaves higher and usually in scenarios in which they should be super quiet it's going to be like church or at the movies or in the car and then they just start seeing who can get louder and louder and louder and louder. Louder. You can use your inside or your outside voice with us here on Good Things. We don't mind. We can't hear you. <laughs> oh, but stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget they are on location at the Sports Book at Pearl River Resort. So that should be a lot of fun from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all take time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.